This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. Phil Weaver is a youth soccer coach in the great state of Utah, and he's had the great opportunity of coaching one group of players for multiple years in a row. And the benefits of that are amazing. It allows you to do so many different things as a coach and as a team, and Phil and I talked about that in this episode. In this episode, we also discuss the price of coaching education in America, and specifically the hidden costs of coaching education. We talk about why he likes to see coaches work, even if he disagrees with what they do. If you need an explanation about that, um, just search the hashtag show your work or show your product and some stuff will come up regarding uh, coaching. Uh, Search that on Twitter. And yeah, there's quite a bit of stuff under that hashtag now. Uh, And Lastly, he talks about how he feels about his players moving on and starting over with a new group of younger players. If you want to connect with Phil, you can do that on Twitter. I've provided a link to his account in the write-up of this podcast that is available on 343coaching.com. Phil is a 343 Premium Coaching member, and if you are an ambitious coach like Phil, and if you want your teams to play possession-based soccer, if you want to reduce your trial and error time and start working on the most important things to start developing better and smarter players and teams, the 343 Coaching Education Program is for you too. It's 100% online, so you can learn on your own time from wherever you are at. There are no assignments to turn in or instructors that aren't familiar with the methodology. And if some of you have the same experiences that Phil and I have had in certain licensing courses, that will make sense to you. You get video and audio lessons from proven practitioners. That's important. The 343 program is also very affordable. Your membership includes everything that you need to coach possession-based soccer for a fraction of the price of other licenses and courses that are out there. And Phil and I talk about some of the hidden fees that are built into American soccer coaching education throughout this episode. So the 343 coaching membership program, there are no hidden fees. There's no travel. There's no hotel. There's anything else you need to buy. The 343 coaching membership just shows you exactly how professional and youth national team caliber players were developed. Some of those players, just to name a few, Alex Mendez, who signed with Ajax at age 19, Ulianes, who signed with Wolfsburg at age 18, and Efra Alvarez, who signed with LA Galaxy at age 15. Those are just a few of the players who were developed by 343. So to sign up and start learning today from 343, you can visit 343coaching.com. Once again, that is 343coaching.com. All right, let's get into today's episode with Phil Weaver. Thank you for listening. Tell me a little bit about where where you're at, actually, and, and introduce yourself to you first. I guess is is probably where we should start. But um, tell tell me where you're where you're at and what you're doing where where you are. Yeah, so I live in Salt Lake City, Utah, and i I work in digital advertising full time. Um, but I uh, coach a boys U seventeen um, club team for a club called Impact and been coaching for about six, seven years. 
and played my entire life since I can remember high school club, uh, one year of junior college. And then, um, but, uh, yeah, kind of just took on a team about seven years ago. Cause a buddy hit me up and that I used to play with and said he wanted to coach. And I didn't really, I'm not really a big thing of, uh, big fan of committing to things so <laughs> i was like ah, oh, you know like uh, I'll, I'll dabble sure i'll show up from time to time and then after uh, about a year and a half he he was a snowboard photographer so he kind of he couldn't commit to as much and i just took it over full time and the the same team and i've kind of stuck with them since they were 11 and now they're 17 and i'm um, stuck with them and i'm just completely uh, completely obsessed with with coaching and uh, uh turned into one of those crazy people so um yeah it's been it's been a great ride and yeah i've been a 343 member for about i'm in phase four so yeah going on uh, my fifth year um so yeah how do you remember how you initially came across the three four three platform, dude? I re, I mean I remember yeah I remember the specific night that I actually um, paid the money and and got my membership. It was it, it's um, but yeah I came across it from the the U nine video right. Yep. Um, I was just so hungry for information. Um, me and my buddy we signed up for like the IX online academy and went through all their stuff and we we're trying to implement that. And I was just so hungry for anything out there. Cause I was just like, there's gotta be better ways of, of doing this than the way that I'm doing it, you know? And, uh, came across that U9 video and I was just blown away. Uh, so uh, I, yeah, just followed the, followed the cookie crumbs and ended up to three, four, three. And I debated on it for like a couple weeks. I remember cause it's like, ah, it's like, I can't remember. I don't even know what the price is. Whatever it is, it's insanely affordable. But it's like, you know, three, four hundred bucks or something. And uh, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do this. It's a little, little spendy. Maybe I should hold off. And you know, I've purchased other things that just didn't really pan out for me. And so I was like, I don't want to waste more money. And then I was like sitting. It was like eleven o'clock at night in my bed, and I was like, I was like, screw it, I'm going to do it. Um, bought it, and I was up to like. 4am just going through every single video and just like blown away about like how much it was, it was like everything I was looking for. Right. And, uh, yeah, that was like, that was a good night. <laughs> just started everything off. So one of the things yeah. that I, I feel like is really appealing to, to coaches that come across that, that video, that YouTube video, we call it the famous video, uh, mm -hmm. is that it's so relatable because it's kids that are that 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 look the the same age they look the same way as as your players that you're coaching like you know it's just it's little american totally. kids and and so it's so it's so relatable and parents or player or sorry um coaches are are looking for ways to make their teams play exactly like that so why not learn from the team that's actually doing that and and, and so that's the conversation I've had with, with so many different people is, is, you know, that's one of the biggest reasons is that it's so relatable and, totally. and, and then you, yeah, once you get through the doors of either the free course or, or the paid, the, the paid membership, then you see like, Oh yeah, like this is, this is actually doable. Like this is, this is really, this is really doable. And I, and yeah, I, I just can't tell you how many times I've had that same conversation. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. I I feel the exact same way because the team that we uh, that I first started with and that you know I've, I've grown with, uh, they were the third team in the age group. So they were you know the 
kind of like the leftover kids, right? Um, you know, the smaller kids that just love soccer, but like obviously they, you know, didn't have the physical abilities of, or, you know, the physical qualities of the other players. And so uh, that's, that's exactly what, you know, it was for me. It's like, yeah, I've, these are small kids out there in this U9 video. And yeah, I have, uh, you know, the smaller kids of mine and for sure we can do this. So yeah, absolutely. I see it the exact same way. You mentioned something too about, um, you know, prior to having or finding that that video, and prior to signing up for for a membership with with three four three, that you had been seeking out other coaching education platforms or, or ways of learning. And you mentioned you signed up for like the IX course, and I'm, I'm sure that you spent some money on on maybe some other stuff too. But um, what what were you consuming, or or how were you consuming coaching education prior to three four three? Uh, yeah, so it was just, it, I bought like books, you know, the Barcelona's 160 practices for 34 different Ganfield <laughs> uh, <laughs> situations, you know, like all I bought, uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many different books I bought, like on defending or individual attacking. I think there's like a Wayne Harrison, is it Wayne Harrison? Yeah. I think like a striker's book on um, stuff like that. Um, and then there's, there's something like called the coaching. It's like a, I think it's like a British coaching, uh, uh, platform or something like that, that, uh, had a bunch of drills on it. And it was just, yeah, it, it was kind of cool to me, but like nothing tied it all together. Right. Like, it was nothing tied it together like three four three. Like actually going from how to receive and make a pass to how that goes to an overall system of play. And uh, yeah, so. And I guess where where I'm going with that was, and, and I'm going to reference the, the the conversation you and I had last night in, in, in just in a couple of text messages. So I should probably mm-hmm. explain that to people. Um, yeah, so I, I, I sent you somebody else's tweet last night about like the hidden costs of coaching education and how yeah. like like acquiring your licenses and everything like you know there's other costs than just the course and that adds up over over time right but mm-hmm. what what a lot of people fail to realize is that that you know there is another hidden cost in coaching education when you spend. 20 30 50 dollars at a time throughout the year on coaching books on dvds on you know pdfs or or you know access to to you know monthly courses or whatever like that like those those add up as well and so if you look at you know all the little things that you think are insignificant costs at the time you know at the end of the year you could be spending three four hundred dollars on on these you know coaching education platforms without even realizing it right and so, yeah, um, I, I know I, I was definitely a, a victim of that where I, I, I still have a stack of DVDs that I probably spent a hundred bucks on. I still have, <laughs> I still have little, little books from all the, the stupid little courses that I went to, like the Corver course. Uh, yeah. I, I went and took that for, yep. a hun- for 150 bucks and, <laughs> and, you know, but, but all of that stuff added up. And so over the yeah. course of, you know, my, my coaching career, I've probably spent thousands of dollars on you know little little knickknacks and, and and little you know things that really um man i don't want to say we're we're uh you know not valuable because it ultimately led me to somewhere where where it was valuable but um that i could have been a lot smarter with my money and right and i i 
I just, I don't know if people realize that enough that, you know, when you spend 10, 15, 20, 30 bucks at a, at a time, that shit adds up so quick. Right. And it's not like, I, I, I don't, I mean, at least I'm not doing this. Like I'm not sending that bill to my club and saying, Hey, mm-hmm. coaching education, you guys, <laughs> you know, I was able to get them to pay for half of my C course, um, which is really nice of them. But, uh, but yeah, for, you know, the other stuff, it, yeah, I don't, the club's not paying for it. So yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely, it definitely adds up over time for sure. And, and the cost of coaching education is kind of what you and I had exchanged messages about last night. And, and obviously yeah. you just, you just hinted that, that you completed the C course. Um, I've done, I don't know how many episodes now about my experience with the C course and, and people are probably ready to move on from, from that experience, <laughs> but I'm not, uh, I want, <laughs> I, I want to continue to beat that dead horse. So, um, yeah, let's uh let, let's get into let's get into that. Um and and then also I want to keep referencing that tweet from from yesterday and I I got to give credit to whoever it is. I'm I'm going to pull it up here in just a second so that way I can reference some of the specifics about it. But yeah, the the hitting costs of coaching education are are it's just it's incredible. Um when yeah. you when you talk about travel, when you talk about your meals, when you talk about time away from work and uh having to make multiple trips to to these courses now they're offered, you know, in, in crazy locations, a lot of times, um, you know, I think the B and the A and the pro course are now only offered in Kansas city. So, you know, that if you want to progress up the licensing ladder in, in us soccer, you know, you have that trip or multiple trips to Kansas city in your future, which I have, I have zero desire to go to Kansas city. Um, Like you saw right. the, the picture. I'm I'm here by the beach, man. I don't I don't want to. Go. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't Midwest go there. is not for you. No, not not one bit. So, um, tell me tell me a little bit about you know your experience with the C course, whatever you feel like uh, you know people need to know about about that and and did you like it? Did would you go back? What would you change? Things things like that. Whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Um, so my experience with the C course was that you know like you said earlier, you're like, you, 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 you were able to like buy all these little things and it's not that they weren't valuable. It's just that like, it wasn't, did it provide the value that you paid for those products? Right. And so, so my experience with C course is not that it wasn't valuable. I had some like interesting conversations. My, I liked my instructors. They were, they were great. Like they, they helped me see things in a little bit of a different way at times, but like, they, they they estimate that the the hours that are put into the C course is 170 hours, and then times that you know you add into into that like how much you spent for the course, and then you know traveling. Uh, there's like the two sessions, right? You have the first classroom session, which is a week long, and then you go home to your own environment, and then you have to go back for another the second session. And luckily for me, like I work at like a tech company and so I have unlimited PTO and I could kind of just, you know, I had a kind of pretty flexible schedule. So I didn't have to actually ask for time off, um, to do this. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a lot of work. It felt like if honestly, it felt like just like a lot of busy work, like, you know, this stuff wasn't really pushing me to some like, you know, pushing the bounds of what I already knew. Um, it was felt like I was just kind of going through the motions. I mean, there's so much, uh, I mean, you, you talked about like the roadmaps for instance, right. How it's like, that's kind of like the bread and butter of the C course and 
and they push those really hard and uh, you, but they're, there's to me, in my opinion, they're just so superficial. It, 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 all it does is scratch the surface of, of coaching. It doesn't. And, and I, I think I tweeted out about this. I just felt bad for the other coaches that were being critiqued on their practice sessions, but they were never given any ammunition to really, um, to go off of. They weren't given like, for instance, like the team tactical principles for attacking is like one of them. And these are like the three things that you're really supposed to focus on, right? Um, in your sessions so that they know that you're coaching and like, like for attacking, one of them is like create a 2v1. Okay, well, wh- who's telling the coach how you're going to create a 2v1? Where are you going to create a 2v1? When would you create it? Like, what are the small details that, like, really set you apart as a coach? They're like, oh, yeah, your body positioning is going to be like this. You're going to draw the guy in like this. Once he gets here, you're going to release the ball with this foot. Once you, And then this is how you create the 2v1, and this is how you get in behind. Like, there was none of that, and it's it was just – yeah, to me, it was just a massive letdown, like in terms of the depth that the course um, went into. And and it's not and it's almost as if they expected all these coaches to know all these very small details. Right. And um, it seemed like I mean, it seemed like the majority of them didn't. And I felt bad. I don't think it's not the coach's fault. Right. Like I think it's federation. I think it's it's you know where they're getting coaching education from because there's just very little valuable coaching education out there i mean like i mean there's just so much garbage you know you i know you and gary and tweet all the time about like where do you get your knowledge right and um and uh i think there's so much knowledge being passed around but so few of it is good and that's how i kind of experienced my uh my c course a little bit yeah, and, and when you when you talk about like you're supposed to come into the C course with like this base or this foundation of knowledge, and if you mm-hmm. think about what the D course consists of now, that's not a very good primer for the C course experience. Um, right. You know, it's the, it's a completely different model of how you're supposed to run a, a training session. But again, it's it's very superficial. So there's no details in there, and and you're expected still at the D course level to already know all of these things about how to create a two V one situation, how to, uh, how to build out of the back, how to press, uh, you know, these things in the attacking third and nowhere in the, the education pathway have I seen us soccer, you know, really dive into the details of any of this. And so you're asking coaches and you're critiquing coaches on how they are supposed to, or sorry, not how they are supposed to, but how well they know these topics, but they're, Mm -hmm. they're, they're basically, you know, making it up themselves and, and, and the, the critiques that they get aren't necessarily helpful to developing a coach's vision or developing a coach's ability to, you know, execute. It's mainly, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the critiques are, mainly uh, i mean the critiques for me were mainly about how i if i'm being honest uh were how i <laughs> organized my session in the session planner and that was you know uh-huh. the the main critiques and so you know if you're having to learn a, a, a different software program and and that's what you're being critiqued on i'd say that's a fail for the course uh immediately so i right. never i never got like feedback about my actual session um yeah and me neither that's what yeah it was so frustrating at the end like i, I passed i got my 
uh, whatever certification, but I like, I got no feedback. Like I didn't get it like, Hey, Phil, you did really good at these things. And I think you improve in these areas. I didn't get any of that. And it's like, well, like, <laughs> wait, I just spent how much time doing all this. And I got zero feedback really that on like how I can be a better coach or, you know, ways. I thought for sure I'd get an email or something, but like nothing, you know, it was kind of weird. Yeah. And, I don't, and, <laughs> and, and to be, I've mentioned this, I don't know how many times I, I, I've had multiple conversations with people that have, you know, progressed past the C and they've gotten to the B or the A and they say that the experience changes when you get to the B and it's a lot more one-on-one time. It's a lot more talking about the specifics, but you know, getting to the B is, is, is a whole, you know, it's, it's an experience in itself and, right. and you know, how do you expect to, to make massive change in a country of our size, blah, 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 like that, that whole conversation, if getting to that B part is so freaking difficult and is so frustrating, it's like, you're not, you're, you're not helping people get further. You're making it right. more difficult. You're making the process more frustrating. You're making the process less valuable. And, yeah. and then by the time, you know, the people that are getting into the B course, uh, I had this conversation with a friend yesterday over a text message, you know, is really, um, for, f- well, you have to be able to afford it or you have to have a club that's willing to pay for it. And, right. and that, that is, is one of the most limiting factors right there. Um, but I, I lost my train of thought. There was something in there I wanted to say and I forgot I got distracted. Um, <laughs> well, and don't you have to be coaching at a DA as well? Yeah, so 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 that's part of it, right? So you have to be coaching at a DA or a certain level. I think a lot of times college coaches are like kind of fast tracked into into the course, uh, into the yep. courses. I, I noticed that a lot of the coaches that I took my C, C license with were, you know, assistants at college programs, um, mm-hmm. and the college programs were picking up the tabs for those, which is you know that's that's a luxury. Um, right. And then, and then pretty much everybody else was, yeah, like in, in the development Academy, which, you know, I don't know why they haven't done it yet. I, I'd imagine that, you know, it's something that they want to do, but like, why hasn't ECNL come out with a, with a competitive, um, coaching education model and, and started to educate coaches, uh, on their, on their side. I know that United soccer coaches has their own, um, platform. U.S. Soccer has stopped recognizing their licenses, uh, so coaches that you know had the equivalent level of a B license from from United Soccer coaches, that's no longer that's no longer looked at as as any type of value to the U.S. Soccer pathway, which is right. you know a slap in the face. But it's also you know it's also U.S. Soccer making a kind of like a power move, and yeah. and they're they're putting up walls around themselves. And so they're saying, Hey, if you want in, if you want inside a, our castle walls, you have to do it our way. And if not, then no problem. You can stay on the outside. <laughs> and that's exactly how it feels. I mean, I, there was, there was at least a handful of coaches in my course, um, that, you know, going into it, they were expecting, they wanted to go on, go on and get their B. And then by the time, time they were done with the course, they're like, wow, this is like, there's, 
no way for me to get there. I don't coach at a DA. I don't have the time or money to go to Kansas city. Like, and they were completely like, you know, lost their motivation. Like it should be the opposite, right? It should be, dude, I just got my C course. I'm for sure getting my B. This is awesome. Like I'm going to, you know, keep going with this, but uh, yeah, it's clearly, it's clearly uh, to me, a very broken system. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I want to I want to read the the tweet that you and I were texting about last night. So it comes from an account called No Other Game Alike, and it's at alike underscore no. And if I'm reading the profile correctly, it looks like the guy's name is Michael O'Neill. Um, appears to be an English guy living in New York. Um, so he he recently or or at some point finished his USSFA license, and so this is what he he wrote. So his tweet is. The hidden expense of coaching education, $4,000 for the USSFA license. And he says, I don't have a problem with that. Great course content, beautiful hotel, delicious food, attentive and challenging instructors. He includes uh, $1,050 for flights. And he broke that down to three meetings at $350 a pop. And he said $60 on cabs from or to and from the airport. And he continues with the more hidden. So in another tweet, $2,100 on missed earnings, which he broke down to $700 per week. And the next one was $3,000 for childcare. So he said nanny from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday for his six-month-old. And $600, $600 on nanny days that he needed to hire the nanny to complete more of his assignments for the course. So he wrapped it all up with $11,000 for a total price tag for his A-license experience. So... And he finished it off with, uh, I have no issue with any of this. It's an investment and I love the course. Just pointing out how much licenses actually cost in quotations. So that, you know, that price tag, if you're, if you're thinking about, you know, progressing in us soccer, you're looking at, you know, potentially tens of thousands of dollars, uh, all said and done. Once you, once you consider, you know, your C course and your B course, which again are, are, you know, thousands of dollars, uh, in, travel in hotels and meals and all kinds of other stuff as well. So, you know, it's, it's a very significant investment if, uh, if you want to progress down this USSF pathway. Yeah. And what, well, what is the pathway, you know, like for me, like where I'm not an ex MLS player, I'm not, I don't have connections with, you know, with any of the higher ups at Real Salt Lake. Um, so like and that's you know the closest club to me within how many hundreds of miles so like well I, yeah for me to try and justify that cost is like yeah there's no way it's, it's, it's there's no point right um was it you that mentioned last night like the the roi on on the coaching the the cost of coaching education yeah yeah i was saying what is going to be the roi for for you know mike doing this you know getting his a license what you know i I don't know what his pathway is and if he's able to get somewhere but yeah like what is what is his return going to be right um because like when uh, when you think about like traditional college education right so you go to you go to a college you spend anywhere from what twenty thousand to forty thousand dollars on a on a degree i think that's a pretty fair ballpark right but the sure. ro the roi on that is that you're supposed to get a career out of it like a lifelong career and you're supposed to pay off your student loans eventually and um <laughs> and and you get a career out of it right so if you're spending over the course of four years which is probably a, a, an accurate 
maybe maybe six years, right? Uh, accurate, you know, description of how long it would take you to progress from C to A in, yep. in the USSF pathway, right? So yeah. over the course of that that six years or whatever, and the the cost of the C, the B, and the A, you're probably looking at somewhere near fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, all said and done. I don't think that's a stretch, right? But what's the ROI on that? Like a lot of coaches are volunteers. It's not, it's not, yeah. their, it's not their career. And a lot of guys that are, that are making it a career aren't making like full-time wages. I, I would say if you're making full-time wage coaching in, in American soccer, you're, you're very, like that's a very unique circumstance. You're an and, anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, what are you making a thousand dollars a month? Um, so your, your $20,000, um, investment is, is giving you a thousand dollars per month return. Is that good? Is that worth? Uh, is that worth it? You know, how long? How long are you able to do that? How long are you able to sustain that? Um, what's the, What's the long term benefit of that going to be? And for some people, it might be worth it, right? But I would say for the majority, it's it's unrealistic to think that you're going to get a, a positive ROI. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, because I went to I went to the ed- college education system. You know, undergrad got my went to grad school as well, and you know. I, I look at my student loans all the time and I'm like, Oh man, those suck. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, like my job's pain, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's giving me my return, right. It's coming. And, uh, yeah, looking down the U S soccer pathway, like you're like, I, where, where would that come from? <laughs> I don't, don't see where I'd make any of that money back. So, yeah. And, yeah. and another interesting thing I've never, I've never considered this before, but there's no, there's no real way to like go get a loan for, coaching education I, I would I, w- I don't imagine like you know student loans is one thing like that's very um it, it's just normal right you go and you yeah. get a student loan there's so many people that are willing to give you a student loan and and you're able to make payments on your education but there's no payment plan for for u.s soccer coaching education like hey you know this course costs four thousand dollars do you have four thousand right. dollars okay cool <laughs> you're in you have four thousand dollars no all right sorry next time um yeah and, and, you know, there's no, like, it would be interesting if U.S. soccer released some type of like, you know, payment plan, like, Hey, all right, you know, $4,000, if you want to sign up, we'll make this more affordable for you, you know, 50 bucks a month for the rest of your life, whatever it would, you know, <laughs> would take to pay that off. But you know, that that's, that's not able, or that's, that's not a, that's not an option at, the, at this point. And so you're ruling people out, you're, you're, you're cutting people out of the opportunity to experience that course right away. Yeah. I could actually see Cordero getting in that business of like financing, like <laughs> coaching education loans, and say, "Hey, yeah, you know, twenty percent interest." <laughs> All right, those fuckers. Start, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just start stacking the money away. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's but, funny, man. But but yeah, I was reading on about how like uh, this ESPN article, how it's like saying the the cost of the UEFA A license, right? And this yeah. was like five or six years ago. But in England, it's like fifty eight hundred. U- pounds but in germany and spain germany it's like 530 euros in spain it's like 1200 euros but yet we're you know we see this dearth of coaches coming out of of england and that are top top level right i mean how many like like i think epl last year had four english coaches right and the the majority were like either coming from different countries and how, but how many good coaches are we seeing that are top, top level coming from Germany and Spain? And, and you know, obviously that's correlation, not causation, but you know, it, you, 
it's hard to say that there probably is an issue there, right? Are we going down the path of England charging insane amounts of money and, you know, maybe having talented people drop off in the process and not getting to the top levels, right? But... No, it's 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 really interesting, man. And I know that there's information about the the coaching courses that are in Belgium, and how how the you know Bel- Belgium Federation. I don't know that what they're officially called. Uh, how they structure and offer their like equivalents of the the CB and A. And it's like it's kind of like town like town courses or community courses, and and the coaches are you know expected to attend you know on Friday nights, and and you know but they don't have like these uh, extravagant costs for travel and for staying in hotels because it's it's in their community so they have to travel 45 minutes or an hour they drive their friday nights they they you know it's two hours uh, of learning over the course of time right uh, or, yep. or or extended time and, and that's how they are they are tackling their coaching education problem of course you know belgium's a small a small country they're able to do things like that but look at the roi on the way that they're doing that right like belgium no problem. They they are now considered one of the top 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 nations in the world, and their their league, their their domestic league has made you know massive strides towards being becoming a league that is producing top 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 players, uh, as right. well as as well as you know significant um, improvements on on the coaching front. So, um, you know that's that's one model to to look at. Germany, I I think if I remember correctly, is very very similar. And then Spain is like a, a whole different animal in itself. Like the Spanish football is looked at, uh, I, I, I think, as the, you know, the best of the best at the moment. Um, and still, and it, and it has been you know, the, the leading example for probably you know, since 2008, um, right. you know, when, when Barcelona went on that crazy run under Pep, you know, I think that's uh-huh. when a lot of the world started to focus solely on, on Spanish football as being the leaders and, you know, that's the way that it should be. And the influence has stretched to Belgium, probably Germany. Um, I, I think it changed uh, the way that obviously that many nations were, were looking at, at the way that they're doing things. And, right. um, but I don't see from my vantage point coaching education being as like business oriented in Spain as it is in United States, as it is in England, as it is in other countries. Like to me, like it looks like, you know, Spain has figured out a way to just educate people and to, and to just help their teams and help their clubs and, and everybody just get better and look at the ROI on that. World Cups, um, you know, UEFA uh, uh, trophies, you know, massive um, victories on on the club, on the club front as well. And, uh, you know, massive ROI for the way that they have decided to do things. So, yeah, yeah, that's super interesting. But I I would say that there is no shortage of exporting of their coaching education in a business in a business way, um, trying to capture other people outside of, of Spain. So like, you know, if you want to, for example, uh, as an American go to Spain, you can get coaching education from anybody. There's plenty of businesses offering coaching education to outsiders, but I don't, I I don't see like the businesses focusing on like educating, uh, like a Spanish company, educating other Spanish people is, is I guess what I'm, what I'm getting at. 
Uh, so it's like they're just marketing to the non-Spanish people to one hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah. and to to those people's credit, they are still doing that better and more affordable than anything that U.S. soccer offers. So isn't that, isn't that sad? Like, <laughs> no, it's insane, dude. So like, uh, like there's plenty of people that are on Twitter that that uh, I can't remember some of their names, but. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, that have opted and, and publicly stated, uh, yeah, I have no interest in furthering my myself in the USSF pathway. I am now going to go to this MBP school that's based out of Spain. And yeah, you know, it's like this massive in-depth course that teaches you about scouting and blah, 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 like all kinds of stuff, right? For right. way more affordable price than anything U.S. soccer offers. So people are literally leaving the country to go uh, to go get their, their education for cheaper and better uh, in, in Spain, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I've seen that course too. I looked into it a little bit. It looks interesting, but I, I, I guarantee that – and from – what the reviews I've read on it, it's like, oh yeah, there's, you know, great detail. And like, it really pushes you tactically to have a, a lot deeper knowledge of what's going on in the game. And, it, you know, which seems super interesting to me, but um, all the stuff that like, just was not even talked about in my C course. Right. Yeah. So, and the yeah. other, the, the other thing too, that really bothers me about the C course and I, I, I don't care. I'll beat the, I'll, I'll beat this horse to death a million times. Is that, um, <laughs> is that you never once see or hear the instructor talk about their own experiences with their own teams. They're all showing the same videos of New York Red Bulls. Um, you know that that same game, that playoff game, whatever. Um, every every C course has the same the same stuff. It's never, yeah. hey, you know, this is this is my work with my team. And this is why I'm qualified and why you should listen to me uh, about, yeah. about coaching education. It's never that. It's always like this, this you know, standard whatever topic of uh, what's the difference between coaching boys and girls soccer? Okay, now go with your groups and, and discuss for 15 minutes. Like, no, <laughs> I want to do that. I want to learn. I, I want to learn from you. You're the instructor. I paid thousands of dollars to listen to you talk about coaching education. Educate yeah. me about your experiences. And so not having... Uh, you know that proven that proven work I think is is something that is massively um, missing from from U.S. soccer. There's it's just it's just a bunch of random shit thrown together that uh, you know hundreds of instructors just copy and paste. Yeah, I yeah I I found that tweet when you said that super interesting. I was like I've never even thought about that before, which seems weird coming from three four three. But like yeah, that the fact that a U.S. USSF instructor would actually show their work would be so awesome. Like even if I disagree with it, right? Like even 100%. if I'm like I I don't I don't want to play that way, but like I want to understand how like what you're telling the kids to 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 end up with the product that you have or like, what, what are you doing? I mean, that would be super helpful. You know? Um, I mean, my instructor was like, he, he, he had a couple decades, I think in the, as a USSF instructor. Right. And so there's, there's a lot of information there that's in his head that like, I don't think was coming out because he was like trying to be, or, you know, it seems like us, the Federation wanted him to be like this robot. Right. And just kind of talk about, 
the team tactical principles and the roadmap the way that they want him to talk about it. And so like, it seems like I didn't, wasn't able to get all the information and knowledge that he had. And, um, which, yeah, like you said, it's a massive letdown flying. And he flew, I think he, he flew from out of state and, you know, um, he flew all the way over there and then he, I didn't even get to like, you know, understand his philosophy or what he's, what he sees. And, but yeah, it's a big, uh, it's a big opportunity missed for sure. Walking away from the C course experience, did did anything have like a lasting impact with you, or did anything change the way that you were coaching your team, or the way that you coach your team now? Um, that's a great question. I think there's a little bit like they because there it's the OLI like orientation learning implementation is what they're they're pushing right um and uh and it basically it, it kind of just gave me like a different tool um in a way uh to to use from time to time but it's not like there was like anything that like really changed me right uh, there's nothing that like that like made me see that oh my gosh I'm you know I I totally need to rethink what I'm doing, um, in my own training environment. It, it, it really just felt like they gave me this other tool that I can use from time to time about how to basically, um, you know, coach like <laughs> a V nine in a half field is what it felt like, but it's an expensive yeah. ass tool. Yeah. Did you, did you walk away with anything that you feel like changed you or, um, you know what? the lens that I looked at it through or the lens that I took the course um, with was how U.S. soccer kind of operates. And, and at the time I wasn't, I wasn't coaching a team, so I didn't mm-hmm. have like the ability to go back and implement some of this stuff. But again, it, it wasn't, I wasn't implementing any of their stuff. Um, yeah. It, it was basically, you know, um, my still my own thoughts and my own way of doing things. It's just, I needed to present my ideas within their, within their structure. Right. So like within their OLI or within uh, their, their pathway or whatever. So it was still the way that I was doing things just repackaged to satisfy the way that they wanted it to be packaged. And so I, I, I didn't really see value in that. I didn't see anything or I didn't learn anything that, changed the way that I saw the game. I didn't uh, have any, any new, um, doors unlocked for me as uh-huh. far as, um, in, in two ways, I guess. Right. So no, no doors unlocked for me as far as my own personal pathway. So the C license didn't unlock any new opportunities for me because a lot of the opportunities in the DA, uh, required a B license all of a sudden. So it used to be a C license and then all of a sudden it was a B license. So I was like, well, shit, man. Like I I thought this was going to unlock some opportunities for me on the coaching front and get me back in the mix of, you know, high level, potential high level soccer. And it did. So no, no unlocking of opportunities there, but also no unlocking of new like ways of thinking either. Like it didn't unlock like new theories or new um, ideas about how I saw the game or how I interpreted the game that has, that has come from other ways and, and continues still to come from, from other ways of, of learning. And so, yeah, nothing, nothing really new for me. And it was a, a you know, a, an experience that cost me several thousand dollars all said and done. And 
I really felt, yeah, like you kind of mentioned, like let down. And like you mentioned yep. before too, I, I really felt bad for some of the people that, that went in there expecting this to be like a life changing course. You know, I'm going to yeah. leave this course and I'm going to be a better coach because of it. And I really don't think that some of the guys that were probably guys and girls that were, that were on the, you know, in the bottom tier of the, of the course, I really don't think that they made any sort of like a stride forward. I think that they, they left the course. If, if anything, you know, maybe feeling a little bit, uh, you know, with maybe a little bit of positive energy, like, Oh yeah, like, cool. I'm excited to go back to my club. Now I'm a C licensed coach, blah, 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 blah. But I don't think that they, that they took like a, like a huge leap forward as far as what they can offer in their, in their team training environment. So that, that's yeah. kind of a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What, uh, yes. what's, uh, what, what is next for you now that you have, you know, you have your C license, you're still working with this U17 team. Um, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're a couple, I'm assuming a couple seasons away from phasing out and then you're, you're on to another project. You're, you've been with this team for a while. So what, what's on the horizon for you now? Yeah. Uh, good question. I think, um, yeah, once they finish up, I think I'll start, I want to start back younger. Um, you know, I'm relatively new coach. And so I would love to start at a younger age again and, and go back through the process now, uh, knowing what I know now and see how much I can do with it, with a newer, younger team and, uh, keep, uh, keep going at it just just because i love it you know what i mean um but uh I, I started i got a youtube account and i started posting videos which has been really insightful and helpful for the kids and we start doing that so i'd love to like start working more with a lot more with video um our, our uh our club bought a high pod two years ago and so which is and we're able to use it for games and so that's been awesome and um so yeah, probably work on that more, getting a little bit more into video, trying to like help myself learn as well as, you know, show product. And, and <laughs> but it's funny you ask the question like, well, where do I go now? Like, I, I mean, there, there is no, like, <laughs> there, I don't see like a pathway that's going to be, you know, uh, how do I put this? That's going to give me what I'm, basically i can't i can't get paid what i'm getting paid for my job right like or even come close to it for me to like leave my job and, and really pursue coaching you know it just it seems like that's just not a viable option so um and i and so i just do it for the love like and so i'll just keep going through uh through through the motions and you know just keep loving the game and coaching and, and helping helping kids love the game like I do and and go from there. Yeah, it'd be it'd be completely different if if every like little community had its own, you know, professional club or or you know, second, third, fourth division club and and you know, you were able to get a job in digital marketing uh for for your club while coaching on the side, right? And so that that does become, you know, coupled uh together your your full-time gig and then, you know, the ultimate goal is striving to to per, or to, to get the club promoted or, or to at least stay in the, in the same division, whatever. And, and there's, there's money there. Um, sure. but without those opportunities, it, it, you know, we've talked about the DA program before being almost like the equivalent of the astronaut program. 
It's like there's you know there's so there's so few opportunities available throughout the uh, throughout the development academy that yeah. you know if if you're in one of those positions you're like the equivalent of an astronaut and now even with uh, the segregation of the MLS clubs compared to the non MLS clubs in in their two tiered system for the for the DA now it's like if you're in if you're in tier one if you're in MLS DA like yeah that's you're you're an astronaut and um not not because you 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 know have the equivalent knowledge of an astronaut but um just because right. of, the, of the scarcity of those opportunities and um yeah it's just it, that that what there's 24 MLS programs I think or MLS franchises and so you know three three DA um, groups in each franchise. I'm thinking like 19, 17s, 15s. So you're looking at, I, I'm not good at math. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe 75 ish coaching positions in, right. in the development Academy. That's Just, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Right. And so you're expecting a yeah. country of, of, you know, 320 million people and, and there's 75 MLS DA coaching spots available. Right. And you're expecting all these people to, to, to take your courses and, uh, pay, pay thousands, twenty twenty thousand dollars for, for their coaching education in the hopes of one day progressing to one of these, you know, 75 spots. It's insane. <laughs> That's absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. And I imagine the turnover rate on those jobs. I'm, I'm I assume it's not. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. If, you, if, if you're in, if you're in, if you're in the astronaut program, you're in the astronaut program <laughs> for life. Like these people are not, they're, they're not leaving their jobs similar to no. college soccer. It's like, yeah, if you know, if you're a college coach, I can think of the local guy that's here. Um, you know, he's been there for 20 years. You know, you're not leaving, right. you're not leaving these programs. You don't get off that golden egg once, no. you, <laughs> once no. you're on it. And there's really no yeah. there's there's no reason to to be let go either. Like you know, um, there there's no yeah. there's no incentive for for a program to uh, you know seek something differently because you know what what there, there's nothing at risk. You know, hey, right. cool. You know, we'll we'll be here next year. We'll give it a try again next year. Uh, ben Olson is the person I always pick on, right? And uh, you know, at DC United, you can you can just suck for years, years. You can just just suck, and no problem, Ben Olson. Things are going to turn around. We're going to give you Wayne Rooney. We're going to give you some other uh, DP spots, whatever. No problem. And then you're going to be you're going to finish, and you're going to go to the playoffs, and everybody's going to be excited. And then somebody else is going to suck for. 10 years uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's no problem dude so yeah yeah but he but he's an ex-mls player i mean yeah 100 percent, man <laughs> he's a good old boy so yep. it's uh <laughs> yep. keep, I know the, keep him around the latest one is the josh wolf getting the austin bold head coaching job it's like dude yeah come on like it's just it's just happening right in front of our eyes where they're just handing these jobs on silver platters to these people and and i just i i, I didn't even notice uh, when it happened, I noticed after the fact that, you know, Brad Friedel gets let go from New England Revolution after sucking, uh, you know, worst seasons in MLS history. And then Ever. no problem. He's back with the national team, with the youth national team programs. Oh, uh, my and I saw, I saw he, he had 
uh, he was in a picture with some of the national team staff. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it's the, it's the astronaut program, even though the astronauts suck that, you know, if, if they were astronauts, they'd be the ones that are, that are, you know, disappearing in space. Um, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> just floating away. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like when I go in between my jobs, right. Cause I'm, I'm, uh, I just barely quit my job. And so I'm interviewing with other places and like every single time I have to prove myself and they like, they scrupulously like go over my, my resume and be like, what happened here? So like how, you know, how much revenue did you drive for this company? When, how come it wasn't this much? And why did you not, you know, it's like they're with a fine, like, like with a fine toothbrush, they're just going through and trying to find, you know, anything that they can to to make sure that I'm going to be a good fit and I can perform that I have performed. Right. And so like, but it seems like U S soccer, no, just, okay. Yeah. You suck there. Just come over here. Like just mix it all around. It doesn't matter. (laughs) So frustrating. I mean, yeah. I mean, back, back to the C course, there was, yeah, there's an ex MLS player, Mike C course that, you know, kind of went through and he didn't have a team that he was even coaching. And he just, you know, seems like he kind of just was fast tracked to the C and he was saying that his short term goal was going to be the B. Um, <laughs> and I'm like thinking in my head, like, wait, your short term goal is your B. Like, what, how does that happen? Like, Apparently, you know, yeah, like you said, like what you learned from your C course was like how how U.S. soccer operates. Like, and that's where like it kind of becomes frustrating because I I just had a conversation with my one of my good buddies who's a big soccer fan, Barcelona fan, and we're talking about American soccer. And I was like, I was like, dude, it's like you know, U.S. soccer can be great. Can be great. There, you, we can be a World Cup competing nation like but there's there's so many issues here and and i think that's the biggest problem with our country is like there's so many like these soccer fans they don't understand just the 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 deep lying issues within within the system within the federation that are really um, just holding back this country massively and so like it's like if people and so me going through the c course like you see these issues like you see them firsthand you're like oh my gosh it's so obvious like it's so clear that why things aren't working out right and um it's almost like i i feel like if if i was a filmmaker i would make a documentary on on this and like just so like (laughs) just to like get it out there so people can like just all in one place and like watch it and understand like all the issues because i think the more people that truly understood it there'd be more people pissed off the more people pissed off you know it it creates some change hopefully but i don't know there there is a movie there is a movie coming out soon about uh a lot of the corruption and stuff in fifa and and it's supposed to be about like the chuck blazer story and i think will ferrell was casted as one of the the lead roles i think he oh, might have been, yeah he, he might have been casted actually to play chuck blazer and, that's right yeah yeah and, i remember and so we'll see how it's presented though right because i'm my tinfoil head right it <laughs> automatically goes to okay you know will ferrell you know funny guy very popular people are gonna you know tune into this but He's also, also the owner of yeah 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 so <laughs> owner of LAFC yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know how much how how much is there gonna how much influence is there gonna be from Major League Soccer or U.S. Soccer or some or whatever that are you know that they twist the story uh, 
to, right. to to really blame just the one guy to, to really blame Chuck Blazer and, and to deflect off of you know his relationships with Carlos Cordero with Sunil Galati with Don Garber with everything else right so how is yeah. that story going to be told I think is very very uh, interesting I'm looking forward to it yeah yeah but it opens up the it, it opens up the po- possibility that people you know become interested in the topic and they start to research or they maybe they pick up the book written by Ken Benzinger or maybe they start to follow the work of Daniel Workman or or Chris Kessel or or even Ted, um, Ted Westerfeld, like maybe, maybe people like wake up to the fact like, Oh shit, like all this was happening and we didn't even know about it. Cool. Let me learn more about it. So it, it could work. It could work. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I, you know, I'm, I'm too cynical at this point in my life, (laughs) (laughs) but like I, I, there is still some optimism. So yeah, I, I agree, man. It could work. All right, dude. Uh, I, I asked you for 30 minutes. We're coming up on an hour i think so um where where can people where can people connect with you on social media and then you also mentioned that you had a youtube channel so where can people find some of the stuff that you've that you put out there yeah um so my my twitter handle is phil uh p-h-i-l underscore c c as in cat underscore weaver so phil c weaver um and uh and then yeah my youtube channel is uh that's actually a good question. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it's under my email, which is Phil Weaver, um, P-H-I-L-L, um, W-E-A-V-E-R at gmail.com. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, well, I just sent, if you send me a link to it, I can just include it in the write up so people can find, or they can just go click on, uh, your Twitter yeah, profile definitely. and they can, they can click, click on, um, your, your YouTube page as well. Perfect. Uh, yeah. I'll send that over. Perfect. All right, man. Well, it's good finally connecting with you. I know we, we've been messaging back and forth about getting you on the podcast for a while. So, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever you need in the future from us, man, you know, three, four, three is here for you. So hopefully, uh, hopefully this isn't our last conversation. Yeah, hopefully not, man. I appreciate everything you guys do, everything, Brian and Gary and you, like it's, it's changed my perspective and it's really helped me out so much. So I can't thank you guys enough and appreciate everything you guys do. So keep it up, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, all right, let's talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, John. Later, man. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of our sponsor, Bounce Athletics. I also want to leave you with one note from one of our members of the 343 Coaching Education Program. His name is Thomas, and he's been a member for quite a while. And this is what he had to say. If you want to play insanely good with your team and start to understand the possession and positional game, this will give you a head start. I have tried the material on three ordinary teams, and after a year, they totally dominate the local teams. After two years, they are among the best in the region. The program 343 offers is not a complicated curriculum. It's actually simpler than you might think. But instead of more, you have to go deep in every detail. Thomas, thank you so much for that beautiful review. And I hope that everybody else finds that valuable. If you want more information about the 343 Coaching Education Program, the program that helps support and fund this podcast, you can visit 343coaching.com. All right, we'll catch you guys next time here on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening.